What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bid DeVoe. You're truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. I am Ian Levanza. Hey, y'all. This is your girl, Latoya Luckett. Music and features from a woman's perspective. Intriguing conversation. The Swag Award. Espresso. The Mocha Mix. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. Raheem Devon is the love king. Last year, he celebrated a decade of bringing us classic music to make love by. He's an artist that celebrates the sexiness of womanhood and honors us. This weekend, he's going to honor us with his presence and give us tips on how to keep things sexy with the one we love. First up, the budget nista. She's going to help us with our money. Welcome to Cafe Mocha. I remember when one of his first singles hit the chart. Mm, Guess who loves you more? It was a hit. You believe I am such a huge fan. The new album is called Decade of a Love King. Raheem Devon is on the line. Yes. What's up, Raheem? How you doing? I'm good. Blessed. You know, just happy to be being still be in the conversation, you know? Right. Well, you come a long way since the love experience that hit the charts. How do you keep things hot and sexy for your fans? Mm, you know, I think it's just like, it's really the organic experience. You know, uh, the fact that I do a lot of community work, humanitarian work, that that, allow, that, that gives me like a direct, um, you know, imprint on my following and the community and being out in the streets and connecting with the people. Not just through, you know, social media, but, you know, making yourself personal, personable at the shows and meet and greets and stuff of that nature. You know, I think that that, that for me, that's a very important thing. As far as, like, okay, as far as, like, the music, like, I'm on cruise control with that. Like, I, I have a formula that works best for me that I won't, you know, I, I don't divert from. And I think that it just gets, you know, it gets better with time. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. His new single says, Don't don't Come Easy, is Raheem Devon. Raheem, so we just got off of uh, this beautiful tour that you had your for your for your charity, Love Life Foundation. Um, talk about the role of that music plays in romance. Oh man, I think that, you know, music is is the ambiance to to it all. You know, um, that conversation piece sometimes for men who may not be great with communicating their feelings, you know what I'm saying? Oh, women, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you don't have to be the best singer. You can just play the music and kind of put, convey the messages. I think I, I think it's safe to say at this point in my career, I got a song for every occasion, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and, uh, you know, it's, um, I think that music is like, you know, it's that universal language that kind of go up unforeseen, you know, even if, you know, it's, it's a trippy thing to see people go to some of these countries and see people perform your you know, will recite your songs word for word and, and English not even be their, you know, their native tongue or mm. a language they just necessarily, necessarily speak on the day-to-day. It's Cafe Mocha. <laughs> on the line, we have the love king, Raheem Devon, uh, talking about his new album, Decade of a Love King, and his single, Don't Come Easy. Now, Angelique, what you wanted to know? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, people who've been around a while... For Valentine's Day, you've done pretty much everything. How do you keep the relationship hot and sexy as time goes by? Um, I'm a, for me personally, I'm a firm believer in um, spontaneity. You know, spontaneity. You know what I mean? So definitely being spontaneous. You know, I think that um, I think that when you're in a relationship, um, it's 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 
it's important to allow yourself to be in a space where you don't ever fall out of love with that person, but you constantly find new ways to fall in love with them for different reasons over a period of time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and appreciate them in different ways that you might not appreciate them initially. So, um, and I'm a firm believer in the things that we do to get the people you have to do to keep them. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. if you, you know, if you if you that guy that buys, you know, flowers for no reason anyway, then that's something that's 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 a tradition that you want to carry on. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and just and just and just and just because you have the lady now. Or, the, or you have that, and it's very important for the women out there too. You know, there's there like, like me. I realized that I was the type of man I wanted to be. I like to be courted, or I like to be, I like to be courted, just like I court a woman. Like I like to be courted in a sense. You know what I mean? And um, and 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 definitely early in the relationship, I like to. I'm a, I was the type of guy that like to be pursued. You know what I mean? Like so. In other words, you know, if you like me, show me. You know, it ain't. Especially a man of my stature, like, you know, sometimes I would be women who would make excuses for me. I don't call you all day because I, f- I thought you might be busy, but why you ain't call me? So You know what I mean? It's so you're like, a kisser. So so I learned, you know, again, it, it would behoove us to do the things that we did to get that person just as a reminder that we, you know, we're not, quote, unquote, taking them for granted, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. Raheem Devon. It is Valentine's Day weekend, and you know, let's talk about you know the role of music in romance. Um, when you're doing songs, do you think okay, this is gonna be like the song for for this month for for Valentine's Day? Do you ever think like that? Not, 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 not too much. Like I, I actually have come to the conclusion and realized how attached I am to my music. You know, not only how therapeutic it is or healing or helpful for other people, but how much it is for me. And I had to come to grips with the honesty of the fact that, like, yeah, I am very much attached to my music and I wear it on my sleeve. And um, I have to start to own the things that I talk about just like a rapper would. Like, you know, if I'm if I'm talking about, you know, I'm the biggest trapper or I don't fear this or whatever, eventually somebody's going to, quote, unquote, test my gangster. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like... You know, if I'm singing songs and matters of the heart all the time, you know, talking about, you know, my adorning and respect for women, but I'm not living in that manner or I'm, or I'm you know, a womanizer or a man that may want multiple women but not being honest with those women or whatever the scenario is, right? I had to come to grips with that, understand that, yeah, I'm going to be in relationships and, 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 and when it deals with matters of the heart, it, I'm going to get tested or I'm gonna, I'm gonna, somebody going to pull call me out I pull a pull a you know the, the rug from underneath my feet so you know that's been um being able to identify that what my fears were what my fears were as a man as a man what my um temptations were or things that I feel like I had to change that would be a hindrance to having a successful relationship after having so many failed relationships um it required me making immediate changes that allowed me to be in a great relationship that I'm in now and, and, and be comfortable about talking about it and be comfortable about the fact that, you know, I'm making me great music in real time that may or may not necessarily be about my life, but can also help somebody else in the process. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like you can't celebrate the the, um, the wins if you can't um, analyze the losses to get to the wins, if that makes sense. You know, you got to think of it like as an athlete who 
goes and plays 82 games a year, and the goal is to make it to the playoffs and make it to the championships. Some games you're going to win, some games you're going to lose, but the goal is to get to the championship, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, you, you can only do that by self-reflection and, and not always pointing the finger at your mate or somebody else, but it really comes back to accountability um, for yourself. And a lot of men, unfortunately, we don't want to hold ourselves accountable, you know, accountable when it comes to, like, our actions and how we handle women and stuff of that nature, you know? Well, I could talk to you oh, all. Yeah. <laughs> talk to him all night. You know? Ronnie, get out the microphone. Okay. <laughs> how can we keep in contact with you, Raheem? On Twitter, Instagram, Raheem underscore Devon. Once again, that's Raheem underscore Devon. That's R-A-H-E-E-M underscore D-E-V-A-U-G-H-N. Um, my Facebook is Raheem Devon. Uh, I also have a site. Um, I have a, I have a page on the V on uh, Rhyming Nights new company. It's called VRL. It's a site where you can do like readings for stuff like celebrities. You know, we can do customized songs or give advice or just any number of things. So I'm um, that's up and running now, and I'm going to be giving a lot of like relationship advice. You know, to women, but particularly I would love for a lot of the men and young men to like sign up and pick my brain. You know, be confidential right. conversations we have, but like. You know, what kind of, there is a fee involved, but more importantly, though, I think that the information that I have, because I've been my own guinea pig for not only music business and success, but, like, matters of the heart, and, you know, I, I can pretty much speak on whatever, having, having, having you know, um, children with multiple women, I mean, what it's like to be, you know, in the music business and have a girlfriend, what it's like, it's, it's, it's a lot of different advice that I know people out there would love to pick my brain about and, and, and get, you know, real raw, mm-hmm. you know, tips and stuff. So right. I'll be doing that through that site as well. But um, you can find me, you know, through all the major, um, social you know, media. components, social media sites. Okay. Um, of course, follow me on Spotify, follow me on YouTube, you know, as well. And um, all right. I'm everywhere. I'm pretty viral and, and pretty vocal about a lot of things nowadays. Thank you, Raheem, okay? We'll talk to you. Check in with us next time, all right? It's Cafe Mocha. Now that we're all broke from the holidays, Mm. we're about to have a real discussion about our money, our finances, our goals with Tiffany, the budget nista. Thank you for joining us, Tiffany. We need you more than than a couple times a year, but Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, ladies. Now, Tiffany, when is the best time to start investing? As soon as you start making money. Well, let me not say that. So investing comes after, one, you're making some money. So maybe you're 16 and you're babysitting. Two, you have a savings plan. Savings comes before investing because what are you going to invest? And then three, you know, excess savings goes into investing. So you can start that. I mean, there are people who start in their teens. Um, and so the sooner that you start earning Creating that budget, creating a savings plan, and then excess savings goes into investing because you're, you're going to make mistakes, but investing is one of those things where you can take advantage of youth to correct those mistakes. Well, I'm deep down in my, my mistakes. How much debt is too much debt? <laughs> so, and like, so here's the thing. Our community, meaning folks of color, mm-hmm. tend to focus on debt above else. Like, if I could just get debt-free. But let's be real. There are homeless folks that are debt-free. Debt-free is not wealth. And somewhere we got that confused. And then the key, really, is to focus on growing wealth because wealth can take care of debt as well. 
Because if you just get debt-free, that's all you'll be. But if you focus on wealth, you'll have both. You'll have both money and you'll be debt-free. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. We love her so much. Tiffany, the budgetista, Alicia. Um, she's also a regular on The Real. She's wow. been doing um, regular segments for us because um, we're really trying to help black right. folks, you know, in the new year to to actually do. What's, what's three things that we as a community, Tiffany, should be doing right now with our money? Right now, because let's, like, if I have to be all the way honest, a recession is coming. I felt it for a while. I just actually met with my accountant today to do my end-of-the-year taxes. He was like, yo, it's at our doorstep. So right now, because that's happening, one, you need to figure out what your noodle budget is. So your noodle budget is, if you have to eat ramen noodles, what is that budget? So it doesn't mean you have to live there, but everyone should know their lowest common denominator budget should they have to tighten up. That's one. Two, you need to be saving more. When financial hardship is on the horizon, savings should go up. So you should be living a little closer to your noodle budget because you're going to want to use that excess money to save because you're going to need it should a recession or any sort of financial hardship hit. And then um, three, you're going to want to start to pay down some debt because let's just say another recession hits, then you're going to want your life to be less expensive. And so the less debt you have, the less your bills will be overall. So if you do those three things, and honestly, we should all be tightening up right about now. We don't always have to live like this, but with the pending recession, I want everybody to be ready so they don't have to get ready. Here's what happens during a recession. Everybody doesn't go broke. People grow wealth during a recession. During the recession, when I, I was like 27, 28, during our last really big one, I lost my condo. I paid 220 for that condo. Lost my job, so I lost it to the recession, and, and someone paid 150 they got a $70,000 deal. Because wow. that's what happens during the recession. Houses go on sale. Stocks go on sale. So if you have less debt and savings, you can take advantage of those sales and actually grow wealth during the recession. Well, Tiffany, for, for us regular folks, what actually is a recession? So typically what happens in the recession, it just means that there is a shift where more folks have less than, than usual. So... So, or something, a bubble will have burst. So, for example, during 2009, 2010, there was a housing bubble burst. And as a result, it shifted the financial landscape in a negative way. Folks who couldn't afford houses were put into homes. And simultaneously, many of these folks could no longer afford their mortgage. They're making $15 an hour in a $400,000 house. How? Because lenders were lending, you know, without conscience. And then finally that not making enough caught up and they weren't able to afford their mortgage and not enough people were paying the banks back and now the banks didn't have enough money to do what they're going to do. And because the banks weren't investing in the market and the market didn't have funds, so it was this ripple effect. And so when that happens in a huge wave, you get this recession. Um, and so when it happens even bigger, you get a depression. And so that's what, you know, that's what they're predicting that might happen. It might be student loans that will burst where a large group of people are not paying back their student loans more than ever. It might be a specific type of investment that everyone thought it was going to be so good, like the dot-com bubble burst. Everyone was investing in these, um, these dot-com companies, and they didn't do well. And so when a huge shift happens negatively to money, that's what you see. But when it happens, sometimes it's not, you're not personally involved, but we all get affected. 
So you want to prepare for that ahead of time. We're talking to Tiffany, the budget Nista. So for everybody struggling right now, what's the best way to save for the unplanned emergencies? So one, if you're actually in the struggle, then you are going to want to call all of your service providers and let them know that I am a federal employee and I'm affected by this this government shutdown. And so car companies, insurance companies, um, like energy companies, they are giving folks like a month or two not to not have to pay that bill because they understand what's happening. They often have a hardship department, so call them all. Now, I'm not going to say that your landlord is going to be able to do that because they have to pay their mortgage, but call them all to get some relief. So that's one. And if you're not living at your noodle budget, meaning your ramen noodle budget, you need to be. Because this is those, that time to activate it. Um, because you're, you're not receiving income. We don't know if there's an end in sight. Is there going to be another check, another 10 checks? No one knows. And Miss, so you need to be living at the, the, the smallest amount that you can be living on. Miss Budgetista, I have a question for you. Everyone is talking about clearing their credit, and you have a lot of people coming at you saying, hey, listen, I can clear your credit. I can get this off your credit. I mean, there's a lot of stuff on Instagram and social media talking about financial literacy. What is it that you can tell me about clearing my credit? How do I know if I've got the right person? The truth is you can do it yourself. Unless you have some, like, really big, huge things on your credit, Nine times out of ten, you can do it yourself. Clearing your credit is fairly simple. It's about paying down your debt because paying, making on-time payments is 35% of your credit score. So if you pay your bills, um, that, especially those that are, that are reported to the credit bureaus, if you pay them on time and the minimum or more, you are positively affecting 35% of your score. And then when you pay down your debt, that is 30% of your score. So if you can get your credit cards to below 30% utilization, then so even lower is even better. So if you have a $100 limit, you never want your balance to be over $30. If you can get it really to $10, $20 on a $100 card, then you're going to affect your credit score by 30%. So 65% of your, of your credit score is paying your bills on time and paying down your debt. If you do those two things and stop opening up new cards, that's 15% of your, of, no, that's 10% of your, your credit, you know. So stop opening up new cards. Every time you open up a new card, you're hitting a ding against your, your, your credit score. So there's some quick little tricks. And here's one that really helped when I lost my house in foreclosure. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you have a credit card that you paid off in full, so it's already a zero balance. Put like something inexpensive on it, a Netflix or Hulu or whatever, eight, nine, ten bucks a month. Have your, your bank or have Hulu or Netflix or the, the gym charge that card and then have your bank account automatically pay that card off in full. When you pay off a debt in full, whether it's 50000 or $5, it makes your credit jump like Jordan. That's what I call it. Well, thanks, and so, Tiffany. Yes, automate that process. But you want to pay after the statement date. That means the date that you receive your statement where the statement is printed. That means they told the credit bureaus, hey, Tiffany has used her card. You don't want to pay before that because it looks like you've never used it. You've paid it off before they had a chance to report that it was used. But pay off your card in full every single month. I did that with two cards. I went from a 547 credit score after losing my my um, my condo to foreclosure. Now I have an 802, despite having a foreclosure. Not that Wow. Put that gem on my credit. Let me go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tiffany, how can we keep in contact with you? 
I am The Budget Nista everywhere. TheBudgetNista.com, The Budget Nista on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, YouTube, everywhere. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is The Espresso. After two years on probation, a commission voted to revoke the accreditation of HBCU Bennett College, unless they could prove they were financially solid. This is how they responded. As of today, and let me just say, we still counting. We are still counting money. Bennett College has raised 8.2. That's right, $8.2 million. Empire star Jussie Smollett wanted to make a few things clear about his attack. I was bruised, but my ribs were not cracked. They were not broken. And above all, I fought them off back. First Kamala Harris and now Cory Booker throws his hat into the 2020 race for president. All my life, from the time I got out of law school, I've been running towards some of the toughest problems people said couldn't be solved, from taking on slumlords to beating them to being mayor of a big city during a recession when the economy was falling out. But yet we brought about Newark, New Jersey's biggest economic development period, creating thousands of jobs. That's the espresso. Coming up, get your workout on with the Mocha Mix. College-bound Precious Cummings had her life perfectly planned until her father's death reveals a shocking family secret. Spiraling out of control, the only one who can bring her back to the top is L.A.'s most powerful drug dealer. Check out A Hustler's Queen and visit ReadDafina.com for more sizzling reads. That's ReadDafina.com.